Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome back, 9 o'clock hour. The, the drama, the tension is building. Steven Singer's here, my favorite jeweler in the world, Al. <laughs> He's got his dog, Buddy, here. Buddy's got his own business uh, cards. Look at this stuff here. <laughs> and Steven's already saying things I, I, I can't put on the air. That yeah. thing, well, the, uh, the, yeah. the back tattoo, we can't yeah. say that, right, Steven? You can say it if you want. I don't care. Listen. Why know. don't you say it? It's a... Uh, I, they were asking me how the I Hate Steven Singer started, and I said my wife was the original I Hate Steven Singer person. She has a lower back tattoo that says I Hate Steven Singer. <laughs> and every time we do it, yeah, I yeah. see the, the tattoo. So you know, wow, she was the original. So it's, uh, and know. that enhances that? Oh, yeah. You kidding yeah, me? Listen. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> He's self-loathing. It's so. a love-hate right. thing. You know. I love it. You're, there's nobody like you, Stephen. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get back to you in a second. I got on the line. I got. He represents, Al, the New York media. Uh, he is he is a, a oh. established, best-selling author. He has covered football, I would say, for the better part of a of a, a half century. Wow. The great Gary Myers New is book on the coming line. coming out on the Giants, 1986 team. What's the name of that book, Rhea? Uh, uh, it's what I typed out and handed you earlier. Gary, what? <laughs> Hi, Gary. <laughs> she can't just say the name. Because I don't remember. She didn't have it. I give you a rundown sheet at the beginning of every show. <laughs> but I'm run down. I think it's That's I why hate. I'm retiring. I hate Steven Singer. <laughs> Gary Myers, welcome to our show. How are you, Gary? I'm doing great. It's called Once a Giant, a story of. Uh... Uh, victory, tragedy, and life after football. It's about life after football for the 86 Giants. Uh, Angelo, because obviously this will probably be the last time I do, and it's very upsetting to me. I, I just needed to break a little news to you on the last Oh, show. yes, break some news, Gary. What do you got? Okay, so in, when the Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007, the motto that um, Tom Coughlin came up with is talk is cheap, play the and it inspired them to go on the, probably the greatest playoff run in history, including beating the uh, Patriots, who were undefeated. In 2011, when they won the Super Bowl, the, the motto and the, and the rallying cry was all in. Okay, So all around the Giants' locker room, they had all these signs, talk is cheap, play the game in 07, 
This year it's all in. I mean, in 2011 it was all in. Now, sources have told me that word of your retirement has made its way up the Jersey Turnpike to East Rutherford. And the signs that Brian Dable has put up in the locker room this week is send Cataldi into retirement. <laughs> it will, Gary, it will be true yes. if they win. I'm, I got a last week and I'm done here. I just I know, tell me, what little, do you I, think? You're the, you're the little, expert. Is it a risk well, here? How big a risk is this? I just got to finish this. A little asterisk under that sign is, You'd be doing a public service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Gary, just tell me, you are you know football yeah. inside and out. Are the Giants a real threat here? I, I think they are just based on um, how they've played in, down the stretch when the games mattered most. You know, they, they won in Washington. Um, they, they, you know, just snot out of the Colts, which um, – you know, it's no great uh, accomplishment. But then the way they played in, in Minnesota last week, uh, Daniel Jones in particular, you know, certainly the, the best game he's played in his career. He's really developed with Dayball this year, which just shows how bad the coaching had been here the last few years because I always thought the, the kid had shown flashes in every aspect of his game but just could never put it together. And uh, he's got a strong arm. He's really accurate. As you saw last week, he can really run the ball. And he's not turning it over anymore. Mm. You know, he had been a turnover machine his first few years. He's playing as well right now as any quarterback in the league over the last few weeks. But obviously this is going to be the biggest stage he's ever played on against a team that won four more games than the Giants during the regular season. I mean, how embarrassing would it be to the to lose there he goes. Game, there game, he goes. <laughs> no, yeah, it would be embarrassing. Would be. But here's the thing, Gary, and here's what I asked before. This is why I'm nervous. I think okay. the Giants have an advantage in coaching. I think Dayball is brilliant, and Martindale is a great defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and I think they have a better coaching staff than the Eagles. Do you agree with that? Well, it's kind of like Nick Sariani, one of his mentors is Brian Dayball from the time they spent together in Kansas City. Okay. Um, well, I, you know, I think the Eagles obviously have a great coaching staff. Uh, Gannon is getting interviews and some of the offensive coaches are getting head coaching interviews. Um, the Giants, it just shows what a difference coaching can make. Yeah. How it's the most, in football, it's more important than any other sport. Angelo, the Giants won over the last five about this. Over the previous five seasons, they won 22 games. I know. No, they've been awful. And then they got a coach in, and he took less talent. They gave us Bradbury, Gary. We got Hmm. Bradbury because they couldn't manage the cap. And they're still right there now threatening the Eagles and knocking them out of a 14-3 and season. It would be an amazing story, and it would be a disaster in Philadelphia. Disaster. Yeah, the, the way the end of the season trended, you know, you always want to be playing your best down the stretch. No hurts without those two games, and, and they lost them both. And then he came back against the Giants' JV team. Uh, I mean, they got off to a big lead in that game, so the, the final score is a little misleading. The game wasn't as close as that. But it, it's hard. you can hardly say that he picked up where he left off, you know, hurts from before he was injured. And... I just have to believe his right shoulder is still an issue. And the key 
for the Eagles will be keeping Dexter Lawrence and and Kayvon Thibodeau off of Hurts. Yeah, you know, to, to pound him into the concrete uh, playing surface at at the link, which is really just painted dirt. Um, I don't know how cold it's going to be Saturday night, but uh, 30, that's 35 degrees. It's going to be ch- okay, all right. Here's not the as thing: bad as it could have been. You know? I, Gary, here's the here's the problem. I'm trying to. It, are you picking the Giants? Well, are you picking the Giants, Gary Myers? We're talking to a Philadelphia audience. And all no, friends, you so. are an honest football mind who has been doing this job for a long time. Who are you picking in this game? You know, it's it's kind of in in oh seven and eleven. I picked the Giants every week during the playoffs because it was just to me. It's like I don't study the X's and O's as much as I just kind of get a feel for the way teams are playing going into a game and who's hot and who's got confidence. And I think the Giants can uh, – you don't want me to say can. No, you say I, it. Say I, it, I think Gary. the Giants will win a very, very close ah, game. I'll say something. Oh, what I'm, the hell's wrong with you, Myers? You, ah, you, you want me to retire? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I already I already have a gift set up to send to the, you know your studio <laughs> next Friday. Oh, jeez, Gary! They can't, they can't change the delivery date. And Angel, you know I'm the last one who's ever. A, I mean, I really couldn't care. No, uh, you really don't. You don't. But you've written a book about the Cowboys. Now you've written a book about the never Giants. Never wrote one about the Eagles. Never wrote one about the Eagles. I'm, that tells yeah. me you never liked us. Uh, I I love you guys. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's fake. Because you are a, no, an author. Why no, didn't you write no. about the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the great playoff moments of all time was Donovan McNabb picking up the phone on the Giants' sidelines when they were running him off the field <laughs> in the 08 playoffs. I mean, that was great. Wow, that I mean, I really scary. enjoyed that. You're making I'm, this hard. I knew this was going to happen. I knew well, it was going to happen. And now, oh, Gary. I, I, say your book's name again so people will make sure not to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, part of it, Angelo, the only team I root for is the Mets. I know, I know it. You don't, he doesn't root out. He really doesn't. That, well, He's like Marcus. I, Marcus, you don't root, right? Just for me. He just, <laughs> yes. okay. we, we both were always rooted for our travel plans. Right, That's right. Wow. Gary. Um, so, Angela, I just want to tell you this. I haven't gotten over the fact that the Mets finished 14 games ahead of the Phillies. <laughs> All right, stop. Uh, 14 right, out of 19 times this year, and the frickin' Phillies wound up in the World Series, yep. and the Mets lost You're the looking for payback. series to the Padres. Gary, just one final thank you. i got to move here. But, Gary, thank you for all you've contributed to this show for all the years. You're really one of the best football people I ever met. Thank you, Gary. Well, I appreciate that, Angelo. And I always thought you had the best morning show. And uh, I always love coming on with you guys. So good luck in retirement. I hope to see you soon. Well, <laughs> do You'll not have to go to his house. At, but, uh... Wait, do not buy a Gary Myers book until he writes one <laughs> on the Eagles. See you later, Gary. <laughs>